welcome to the Energetically Her podcast. I am your host, Kayla Linghoff, entrepreneur, women's coach, and dog mom. I am obsessed with showcasing the power of merging energetics and mindset to transform your life. If you are ready to start living your dream reality to feel energized, unstoppable, and become a vibrational match for everything that you want, then this podcast is for you. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose for all things mindset, healing, manifestation, personal development, and so much more to become your version of Energetically Her. With brand new episodes out each week, I am so excited that you're here. Now let's get into the show. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am Kayla. So happy you're here and able to join us today for another episode. Today's episode really encompasses one of the biggest lessons. It's taken me so long to learn, so much energy, so much pain and frustration. And my goal is to save you from all of that and to be able to give you that peace of mind and to really just enjoy your journey and live in the moment and to be able to achieve more without doing more to be able to obtain more without sacrificing more. So if you're currently someone who finds yourself feeling really unbalanced, overwhelmed, and not really sure which direction to take or not sure which steps to take to get you to where you want to be, and you find that you're putting so much pressure on yourself and you have these super high expectations, But you're finding that even with all this extra pressure and force, that you're not getting any closer to the result or the goal that you're looking for. And now you have this anxiety of why isn't it working? And you have all this extra energy and being pulled in different directions. And you want to feel more balanced. You want that peace of mind. You want that inner knowing and confidence that it's all working out for you. You want to be able to sit back, relax, trust the process, enjoy the journey to be able to feel confident with taking aligned action towards your goals and towards what you're working on creating and accomplishing, but you don't feel like the world is ending or that you have this immense pressure behind yourself to get this done like yesterday. You're so much more tapped into who you are and your intuition, and you just feel good about what you're creating and the patience and the time that it's taking. It's all working out in your favor. I'm so excited to get started. So for this episode, what inspired this has been a lot from my own personal life and a lot of the conversations I've been having recently. A lot of us are thinking that, okay, it's November, we're looking at our whole year and reviewing everything just to see maybe we're not exactly where we thought we would be right this moment, and that's okay. But what happens when we put so much pressure and anxiety behind our actions We think that forcing our actions is going to get us more results. It's going to get us faster results, bigger results, better results. But really, more pressure does not do anything except stress you out, except create that anxiety out of thin air like a magician who snaps their fingers and suddenly you feel overwhelmed, you feel paralyzed, you feel like you're having the hardest time making decisions because you're confused on where you're going or why this thing isn't working, why it feels so difficult, and why this feels like you're forcing it. And newsflash, it's because a lot of us are forcing stuff that's not meant to be. We think that we know best. We think that we know exactly what we want, or we have this general idea and we're just kind of going after it, but we're using our thinking brain a lot of the time. 
We're trying to make everything black and white. We're trying to rationalize and find logic in everything that we do. And what I have found so interesting in my own life and through other people's stories and what I have discovered with clients and friends is sometimes what we're working so hard for was not even our idea to begin with. It was not even our dream or our goal or our idea. We just got kind of wrapped up in this from someone else. Maybe it was their expectations or maybe it was the desires of someone else or the desires of society or what you should be doing. And then it makes it even more just painful when we realize that, wow, we're really trying to make something happen. We're forcing so hard and it's so difficult because it's not actually what we are supposed to be doing. It's not actually what we want to be doing. And that no wonder why we're miserable or why we're not happy, why we're not getting the results, because it's not meant to be. It's not supposed to happen that way. And when I think about all of the miracles and synchronicities and things that have happened for me when I've been in alignment, it hasn't usually made sense most of the time. Even being in the moment or looking back, there was no way There's no possible way that I would have been able to plan, account for, take the specific, direct, intentional action for every little piece that would have had to go just perfectly right for that to happen for it to make sense. A lot of times you cannot put on the calendar the best thing that's going to happen to you. You cannot predict it. It doesn't work like that. But how can you attract what you want without having to put more pressure behind you, without having this need and this feeling of being so rushed, like you're out of time, like you're going to miss out, like it's not possible or it has to be difficult to get what you want? How can we let go of all the heaviness and become lighter and become a match for what we want and to really allow things to flow and surrender into all the goodness that life has to offer us. So the answer to this question has a few different parts or options. So how do we get over this pressure and this feeling of being rushed? We could handle it a few different ways. The first option that comes to mind is to rewire your subconscious mind. And the reason why is because how our interactions have been between the age of being born and seven is when that subconscious mind gets solidified. So everything that you witnessed and experienced, all the conversations that you overheard as a child got stored in your subconscious mind. And this basically creates a framework of what your brain uses as evidence or proof of what's possible. So all the money beliefs that you have, all the beliefs around relationships, yourself, what's possible, what's realistic. We know I don't like that word either, but what's realistic or what's been done before as a framework and as a safety net of what's okay and how you need to be living your life, basically. So when we rewire the subconscious mind, we let go of any beliefs and thoughts that have been created, any theories that don't actually serve you, anything that's kind of keeping you held hostage or held in your comfort zone. And it's not serving who you want to become. It's not serving you to be neutral with making more money or being neutral and being okay and being safe around trying something new or stepping out of your comfort zone or being able to work on your goals and your life, what you want to accomplish without feeling this rush and this pressure. 
Another answer to this question would be to do some healing on some past experiences and some traumatic events that have happened. So more in the recent months, I was having this session with my mentor and he was telling me that a lot of times people that always feel the need to be on the go and be busy, it's a trauma response. It is a response that is given to you or something that you're creating as a way to avoid or block out certain things that have not been dealt with and handled. And it's actually called performance anxiety to where if you feel like if you're going to slow down, you're going to mess everything up. Everything's going to crash and burn. And all of the sacrifices that you've made is going to be worth nothing. That's how your brain is interpreting that, which is far from the truth. Nothing goes away when you take a break or when you take a nap. Everything is going to be right where it was, right where you left it. And if anything does shift or move, then it probably wasn't aligned in the first place. And so, yes, we want those things to drop like flies that is not for your best self. It's not for your highest timeline. It's not actually probably even what you want anyways. So yeah, those things can see themselves out the door, but it all is going to be there for you that's meant for you. It's not going to go anywhere. And that term, the way he said that, a performance anxiety, my brain was like, oh my gosh, that hit different. That landed different for me because I had never heard it worded in that way. And it was true. And it was something that I was genuinely so over the top experiencing to where I was like, what's wrong? I've done all this work. Why am I having this so extreme right now? And it was really tied back to some unhealed trauma that needed to be addressed and have a little bit more direct attention on. Another way we could answer this question is that we don't have the clarity on why we're doing what we're doing. We don't have that deeper sense of knowing or why we're doing this. Why are we trying to accomplish this thing? If we have a goal, okay, great. But why do we have that goal? What's the point? What is the feeling we're trying to create? What outcome do we believe we're going to achieve by having this box checked or having this need met? And what's the point of all this stuff? And we don't have that deeper meaning when it feels very surface level and superficial. It's so easy to just kind of tap out and be disconnected to the importance behind whatever this is. It's like trying to read a compass when you're in the middle of a tropical rainstorm. You don't know what's up, what's down, what what direction you're trying to go. You can't even see what's in front of you. You just feel pelted by all this rain and you're hearing all these tropical bird sounds and thunder and lightning and you're just, you're soaking wet and you're not really sure what you're supposed to be doing. That's genuinely how it feels. That's how I would describe myself when I don't know what I'm doing. I just feel like out of place. I feel like that that poster board of Where's Waldo and he's got his striped sweater on that you would see in school, like in that magazine. I feel like Waldo, like, where am I? What am I doing? Why, why do I stand out? Why do I just feel like something is off here? That's how I feel. And I know a lot of us can relate because when you don't have the clarity, you kind of just, you don't know what to do. You struggle, you go back and forth. And it sends mixed signals out and it changes your vibration. It changes your energy. And then because we have this back and forth energy, we're not going to get the consistent results that we're looking for because our action hasn't been consistent. 
and we sit here and we question everything that takes up more time and more energy and more resources because we don't know what to do differently. We don't really know what we're looking for or what we're wanting. We're just kind of spinning our wheels, trying to stay busy. Maybe we're overworking ourselves to avoid some trauma or something from the past, you know, trying not to think about it, blocking it out. But it gets us to the point where we want to really throw up our hands and say, you know what? I'm done. I don't want to do this any longer. This is annoying. This is not what I thought it would be. And I need a break. I need like a timeout to myself. Another answer to this question is also that you have a strong belief that you need to suffer to get what you want. That in order to get more, to achieve more, you have to do more. That to be able to have that amount of happiness that you're looking for or to achieve X, Y, and Z, that feeling, that goal that you have to really force because you haven't achieved that now. So And sometimes our brain thinks that, well, if we haven't been able to accomplish it yet, we must do more to be able to make that happen because it must be that there is more work to be done. It must be that we have to put in more time or more effort into something. And that's not always the case. You cannot overwork being out of alignment. It's one of my favorite quotes from Abraham Hicks because it's so powerful. And when I read that quote off of Pinterest, I about dropped my phone. I was like, hold on a second. Who dares to call me out at seven o'clock in the morning? Because this feels a little bit personal and it's a little too early for this, don't you think? It hit me in all the right places. It really landed on a level that I didn't know existed. If you want to learn more and have more of like a deep dive around alignment, what that feels like, what that looks like, how you could accomplish and achieve more of that and have just more flow through your life. I did a really good episode with Mercedes. I believe it's episode 27 and you can just go and listen to that and take some notes because it was super powerful. We talked about how to have that deep sense of confidence and being able to follow your intuition when it feels scary, like leaving a job, a career, moving, you know, changing your family, breaking up with a boyfriend or a partner. We talked about all that stuff. So it's really good to deep dive into there. But going back to what I was saying is we think that by working more, we're going to achieve more. But really, I believe the best analogy for this is like it's raining outside, it's muddy, you're in your car and you're like spinning out your wheels thinking that if you hit the gas so much harder that you're going to be able to get out of it. But what actually happens to the car? What actually happens? You just make yourself in this deeper pit of a hole that you just dug. You're sinking your own ship, if, if you will, your own car. You are creating this momentum that's driving you into the ground and it's not getting you any closer to where you want to be, which is not in the mud sinking. But afterwards we do that with the vehicle, we know that that's what was going to happen. We know that hitting the gas full force when we're already slowed down and we don't have that momentum is not going to give us the outcome that we're looking for. But it's when we let our anxiety get the best of us and we allow this pressure and this heaviness to propel us forward in a way where we're just kind of spinning out of control, that's when we forget that we're the ones in control. We're the ones that get to choose what decisions we make, what thoughts we think, what emotions we choose to feel and release, and how we want to live our life. We are the captain of our ship. You get to create any type of life that you want. 
The sky is the limit. Truly, I believe it with every cell in my body. You are so capable. You have so much potential and so much you can do in the world. It doesn't matter where you live, how old you are, what you're doing. If you want it, if you desire it, if you crave something, you can have it hands down. I really believe that. And if you're someone who is experiencing more anxiety than what's ideal for you, then I really encourage you to check out some different options and practices. There's so many things from EMDR, somatic therapies. You could also just do journaling and do like a brain dump when you feel overwhelmed. Just get all your thoughts out onto paper. That one really works for me great because it's something you can do anytime, anywhere, And you could do it multiple times a day if you need to, to just kind of get it all out of your brain. Sometimes too, when we think that we have to remember everything and we're not organized with our schedule or our routine, it can really clutter up our brain and take out a lot of our energy of just trying to remember those everyday simple or just reoccurring things. So I encourage you too, if you don't already have a routine or a way that you have things organized, check out like Google Calendar, get a Notion account. Notion's uh, linked in the show notes for anyone who's curious, but that's the app that I prefer. But get organized with your thoughts. That way you have more room and more energy and brain power for everything else that is not just an everyday reoccurring thing. Some other things that are great for reducing and helping with your anxiety would be limiting your caffeine. A lot of us just really go for the coffee or the tea or the energy drinks. Those are just amplifying the problem. I know you're looking for energy, but if you were to get some sunlight, get some water, eat a good breakfast, that would probably make you feel so much better than just blocking your neurotransmitters with caffeine, thinking that you have more energy when you actually don't. That's all caffeine does for you. And the last recommendation I have to help with anxiety is trying EFT tapping. So EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Technique, and this is a practice where we work with the meridian centers of the body. Think of it like acupuncture, but minus the needles. And it can be done anywhere. It's simple. It's effective. It's pain-free. There's no side effects. There's no downtime, but yet it offers you immediate results. So it's a win-win. And some of the things that you can use tapping for is to heal trauma. You can dissolve energetic blocks in the body, which can cause pain. You can rewire your subconscious beliefs, let go of the past, and really allow you so much more freedom and space and energy to be in the now. It dissolves any blocks in the body that are causing you to feel weighed down, any suppressed emotions, any experiences that you've had. This releases and heals It heals it all. It's pretty cool. The sessions I offer are an hour. They're fully virtual. The link is in the bio to book and to schedule. If you have any questions, let me know. But I have really been enjoying helping clients through tapping and helping them work through so many massive things in their life. Everything from chronic anxiety and stress, negative self-talk, healing from burnout, overcoming their fear of failure, stopping self-sabotaging practices, healing inner child wounds, and so much more. And I wanted to end on this. When I think back on my life, on the years where I was just living my life out of pure black and white thinking and pure logic and trying to rationalize everything, the results I would get from my hard work or from my struggle or from my force was never the results I actually wanted. It was never the outcome that I actually wanted or that I desired. It wasn't how I pictured it. It didn't land 
in the way that I thought it would. And the reason why is because I was so forceful about it. I was so determined that I had this tunnel vision and was not considering any other option. I wasn't considering maybe there was an easier way. Maybe this wasn't what I was supposed to be doing right that second. And I was just kind of going against the grain and trying to swim upstream in a way. When we're taking constant forceful action, it's going to give us unaligned results, which is not what you're picturing. It's not what you're envisioning because you're already off course, right? If you're taking forceful action, let's think of it as like a golf, like a golf game. Okay. I know it's random, but let's just go with me here for a minute for golf. If you're already off course and you're taking that club and you're smacking it as hard as you can at the ball and the ball just like goes totally sideways, it maybe it hits someone in the head. It just is so off track that you're not even on your course anymore. You're just like in like the bushes off to the side. Well, yeah, you're not going to get the result you were looking for because you weren't being intentional about where you're going, what the goal is, why you care to get the ball, you know, in the hole in the right spot. You're just kind of taking messy action. And when it's funny when I hear people say that, like, oh, just take messy action. Just, you know, take one step and put one foot in front of the other. You can do that to a, to a degree, but you can't live your entire life like that because you're not going to get the results you want. And how is the universe and everything that's guiding and supporting you supposed to be helpful and be assistance when you're not actually clear on what you want and when you're trying to force and do it all yourself? Because that's not the point. You're not supposed to do it all by yourself. You're supposed to be able to ask for help and surrender. And sometimes it's okay to not know everything. And it's okay to trust and to even lean on yourself and to know that you've always got this. You've always taken care of it. You've always accomplished what you were supposed to. And I want you to know that you're not behind, even if it feels like it. Even if you are comparing your journey of where you're at to your friends or to people you see online, you never know the full picture of what someone's going through. You never know what the rest of their life looks like. They're showing you their life through a little tiny lens, through squares online. They can't possibly have it all encompassed of all the little nuances and the crevices of their life. You don't want to switch places with anyone else. The best thing to be is yourself. It's not to be in the past. It's not to be in the future. It's to really be in the present moment, to water the grass of where you're standing, not someone else's yard. It's to really focus on you and to let go of that pressure. Take your foot off the gas pedal. You're going to get to where you want to go no matter what. That pressure is not giving you bigger results, faster results, more results. It's just stressing you out. And I don't want that for you. You have so much going for you. And if you haven't told yourself yet today, I am so proud of you. And you made it to the end of the episode, which is awesome. So I wanted to take a moment to say thank you to everyone who has taken a second and left a five-star rating and review for the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Reading your reviews and ratings and having you just take a few moments out of your day really does mean so much to me. It helps us grow the show and helps us grow our audience, reach more listeners, and to be able to provide valuable episodes each and every week. So thank you for that. I really appreciate it so, so much. If you haven't already left a review, please go do so when you're done listening to the episode. Sending you air hugs and hearts and good energy your way because it means so much. If you have any podcast ideas or recommendations, any 
amazing guests that you'd love to come on, let me know by sending me a DM over on Instagram. Remember how amazing and incredible you are. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe and I will see you next Tuesday. Have a beautiful rest of your week. Until next time. Bye. Thank you.